Welcome to Area 2071, a research-driven metaverse podcast. Hey everyone, it's George from Area 2071. Area 2071 is a project of Blockchain DXP. In this podcast series of Area 2071, we focus on metaverse, everything related to metaverse and NFT. This podcast primarily focuses on education, information, research and news about metaverse across the globe. We will discuss some latest news, technological innovation and adoption of metaverse. We will also discuss how cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology merges with metaverse. Finally, we also focus on Dubai, UAE and Middle East in the world of metaverse. So, let's kick this thing off. Hello fellow citizens of Metaverse, it's Josh from Blockchain DXP. Today's the 15th of July and last week was a long weekend here in Dubai and we had a 4 days week off. And that's one of the reasons why in today's episode I absolutely could not get any Metaverse news from Dubai and UAE. Quite strange really, because I was looking at any information, any new information regarding Metaverse. Unfortunately, I could not find it. The big news around the world is inflation and how Bidenflation is having an impact in stock market, cryptocurrencies and in our day-to-day life. How will it impact Metaverse? In today's episode, we are very briefly going to share how inflation is going to have an impact in the Metaverse. I will share my own opinion on how inflation is going to impact Metaverse in the short term and in the long term. We're going to kickstart this episode by looking at the price of cryptocurrency platforms that are linked to Metaverse. So we'd be looking at the price of ApeCoin, Decentraland, Sandbox, Axie Infinity and Tether Network. We're also going to explore the market cap and 24-hour trading volume of all Metaverse platforms. And to be honest, they are definitely not looking good ever since the inflation of 9.1% was released by the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Now, since the first quarter of this year, the Metaverse platform's trading volume has been going down steadily. In today's episode, we're also going to be discussing Samsung, which has launched Space Tycoon and it's built on Roblox. I did try to use it and the experience was absolutely rubbish. Horrendous, considering the fact that Samsung had, if not one of the best, VR headsets of all time. They had a headset called as Samsung Gear VR, which is defunct right now and you absolutely cannot use it. The new Space Tycoon felt horrible. Now, I do understand that it's catered to Generation Z, but even then, in the scale of 1 to 10, I probably might just give it a 1. And my question is, does it actually even belong to the Metaverse? So, we are going to be exploring that in today's episode. I will also share some macro level points pertaining to law in the metaverse. Again, these are just my suggestions. It would be really interesting to maybe talk to a lawyer who is looking at law in the metaverse more seriously. In today's episode, finally, we'll also be looking at top 5 metaverse news from around the world. And as I said before, there is no metaverse news from Dubai and UAE. Instead, what I will do is I'll share metaverse everything platform and what we plan to do and our vision in the near future and in case if you guys want to be a part of it you're more than welcome just drop me an email to info at blockchaindxb.com so welcome everyone it's 18 you're in dubai and you're listening to metaverse everything 
where we solely focus on metaverse. We cover metaverse news from around the world. Now, usually, we also cover top 5 metaverse news from Dubai. This week, though, is a complete exception. Metaverse Everything is a research driven podcast focusing on educational and informational content about metaverse and its impact. Now, remember, Monday to Thursdays, we also have Crypto and Coffee at 8, where we cover job news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and metaverse. And how the series of Crypto and Coffee at 8 works is we usually cover top news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well, news that has an impact in the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE, and Middle East from the cryptocurrency world. So let's kickstart today's episode by looking at the price of cryptocurrency platforms that are linked to Metaverse. So today is the 15th of July and ApeCoin is currently at $4.59. Since the last 24 hours, it is marginally up by 1.79%, but since the last 7 days, it is down by 9.95%. Decentraland, Mana, is at $0.82. Cents. It is up by 3.03% and down by 11%. The sandbox, that is sand, is at $1.18. It is up by 2.60%. And over a period of 7 days, it is down by 7.68%. Axie Infinity is at $13.78 and it is up by 3.85% and down by 10.17%. Theta Network is at $1.15. It is up by 1.66% and down by 9.57% over a period of 7 days. Guys, because the inflation numbers were out, the cryptocurrency market did actually pump and that has clearly had an impact on the metaverse platforms as well what i would recommend to do is look at these price over a period of time so probably by the end of this month or let's try to compare it next week if you look at the top five metaverse platforms that are linked to cryptocurrencies they do look green and they do appear to be bullish but next week i'm pretty much sure that they would be going down and the numbers will be looking red the market cap though is at $11.2 billion. It has definitely gone down since last week. But since the last 24 hours, it is marginally up by 3.2%. And the 24-hour trading volume is also considerably gone down in comparison to last week as well as the last 24 hours. It is at $1.8 billion. And since the last 24 hours, it is down by 5.3%. So definitely not looking good. The biggest news both in the corporate world and in the metaverse world is Samsung. Now Samsung made an announcement on the 12th of this month, that is literally three days ago, unveiling experiential virtual playground Space Tycoon on Roblox. So Space Tycoon gives users the chance to experience and interact with Samsung's product in a brand new way. To be honest, when I read this news, I had real high hopes and expectations. Personally, I'm a massive advocate and fan of Samsung. I absolutely love VR headset, but turns out this is absolutely crap, if not one of the worst projects. And considering the fact that it is released by Samsung, I'm absolutely disappointed. So what is Space Tycoon? Space Tycoon is a virtual space where users can create and play games and share experiences using Samsung electronic products together with alien characters in space. 
take designs and functionality cues from business simulation that is in the tycoon genre. Now I do understand that they are targeting generation Z so that could be the reason why it is designed this way. Jinsu Kim, executive vice president at corporate design center in Samsung Electronics has said that Space Tycoon is designed to be a playground where many customers can experience unlimited possibilities of virtual spaces. We want to give our Generation Z customers a chance to experience Samsung products in a way they have never done before. We will continue to showcase content that can deliver more meaningful and entertaining digital. I try to use it on my laptop and on my mobile phone and I do get that it is catered to Generation Z but man, the user experience literally reminded me of early 2000s internet experience. Again, this could be possible because my expectations are very high when it comes to Samsung. I only use Samsung mobile phone, Samsung tablets, Samsung laptops and I also have Samsung watch and the Gear VR headsets. I also have the 360 degree camera by Samsung. So my expectations were extremely, extremely high, but it is very, very basic. If you guys were born in the early 80s or 90s would remember that back then we had Yahoo Messenger, we had Paltalk and even Skype, the earlier versions of Skype had something similar. If you were using Skype in early 2000s, you would know that in the earlier versions of Skype, you could play games, you could build characters and do quite a lot more. This is pretty much the same thing. Now talking about Skype. These features were available in Skype almost a decade ago. It could be possible that since Generation Z have not used Yahoo Messenger, Paltalk or Skype, the early versions I mean, they just might find Space Tycoon unique and interesting. Again, personally, I would give it a 1 out of 10. If you guys have played Prince of Persia in PlayStation, that is a 100 times much better than Space Tycoon. Louis Vuitton game, which is the game Louis, is a hundred times better than the Space Tycoon. So really I'm not sure what Samsung has done with that. I'm just trying to give you a break overview of what Space Tycoon is. So the hashtag is you make. So the campaign is called as you make. It is built on Roblox, which has unlimited possibilities in virtual space. So you can purchase and upgrade items and there are 20 Samsung products and it is delivered in 14 different languages. Again, it is catered to Generation Z and they plan to have an integrated experience where Generation Z can create and enjoy own Samsung products. So the whole idea is they want the Generation Z to interact with these products and more information you can get it on the Roblox website that talks about where it is a virtual playground and they have three different zones that is the mining zone, the shop and the lab. Overall, extremely, extremely disappointed with Samsung's Space Tycoon. The next news what I'd like to talk about is the impact of inflation, deglobalization and new world order in the next coming months and possibly in the next coming years and decades. Inflation numbers are extremely high and post-pandemic, we are definitely going to be leading to a world which is deglobalization. So this whole narrative of think global, act local is no longer going to be valid. Are we entering a new world order? A new world order will emerge. So let's look at the short term and the long term impact of inflation. In terms of short term, there will definitely be credit crunch and high interest rate. In the cryptocurrency world, we're also looking at liquidation 
of a lot of projects. Few days ago, Celsius declared bankruptcy. Three Arrows Capital has completely disappeared and has gone belly up. We all know at this point of time the impact of Terra Luna that has had on Terra Luna and other cryptocurrency projects. This would, in the short term, will have an impact on metaverse projects as well. And governments in the short term are going to bail out projects. So I'm pretty much sure that there are few startups that are linked to these projects, hoping that governments do actually bail them out in the short term. There are two ways of looking at it. Incubators could be set up looking at Metaverse as a new opportunity and they might be in a position to offer strategies and support to startups. In the short term, because of inflation, there will be a lot of supply chain issues. Now, supply chain issues are particularly important so far as the hardware devices is concerned, particularly semiconductors. What is going on in China will have supply chain issues in the short term for everyone concerned. Taiwan is one of the biggest distributors of semiconductors because of the conflict with China in the short term and due to inflation, it's going to have a massive impact on startups that are trying to work on hardware related to metaverse. In the long term though, there will be a change in the business environment. We are already seeing buy now, pay later. And Apple recently announced that they are also planning to get a banking license on a long-term horizon. Buy now, pay later will be a new narrative. The new terminology just might be think local, act local. So the whole narrative of think global, act local might change in the next coming decades. So the new narrative will be think local, act local. The consumer spending and attitude in the long run is also going to change. I really am not sure if uh, people are going to open up the wallet and spend more on metaverse or are they going to switch to cryptocurrencies. Either way, it's going to be absolutely dire. Supply chain management in the long-term horizon is going to be really critical. The world is moving from globalization to deglobalization. Now, in case if you haven't heard this, what I would highly recommend you to do is Larry Fink, the CEO of BlackRock, has written a letter, a must-read. In that letter, he talks about how COVID-19 has caused a lot of problems, particularly to do with supply chain. And the world will be moving from globalization to deglobalization. What that would mean is think local, act local. In the long term, I'm pretty much sure that there will be a new leader. Will the world be modernizing or will it still be Americanizing or will there be a new dominant player like maybe China or Russia or South Korea or even UAE who might be the new economic leader and in the metaverse. A new world leader in a new world order is definitely going to take place. Current financial crisis provides an opportunity for a new world leader, especially in the metaverse journey. And this is the time to go ahead and make the change. Again, the question is, right now, is the world modernizing or Americanizing? A change in geopolitical conflict could actually give birth to a new leader. In US, which is a world leader, there's a lot of internal conflict going on between right wing and left wing. And US is also involved in external conflict between Russia, China, Taiwan, Middle East and quite a lot more. Ray Dalio has a brilliant article called as Empire in Decline and he focuses on six different categories. I would really urge you guys to go ahead and look at that image. 
The image literally tells everything about it. In the metaverse race, metaverse platforms need to be identified, hardware and software needs to be identified, but the most important thing is user on board. And this is where I think Meta, that is Facebook, has a massive competitive advantage. Metaverse is an American company. The second is Roblox. Roblox, I do believe that they have well over 60 million users. But is Roblox actually Metaverse? I don't think so. But can they transition from Roblox to Metaverse? Can they transition from playing online virtual games to Metaverse? That would be an absolute game changer. Also, are we heading towards a distributed economy? Now, this whole notion of Web 3.0 having a distributed or decentralized system sounds great, but I'm definitely not buying it. The whole Web 3.0 just sounds like a gimmick. And the fact is, a centralized metaverse would actually help the winning economy. A centralized company would actually win the race when it comes to decentralized metaverse platforms. If you look at China, because they are extremely centralized, quick decisions can be made. If there are any updates, it can be done instantly. User onboard in China will be much quicker than a distributed system. Even if you look at Facebook Meta, which a lot of people hate, but onboarding users will be much better than a distributed system. Let's say like Bitcoin or Ethereum, Facebook or Meta, they can get a billion or maybe two billion users onboarded in Metaverse within just a couple of months, maybe just a year. Also, central bank digital currencies might just be a much better form of payment, a better form of medium of exchange in the Metaverse platforms. Again, given the economic situation and the financial crisis, cryptocurrencies at this point of time may not be ideal in the Metaverse platforms. And you're looking at the whole blockchain trilemma problem. And CBDCs do actually solve Two of the blockchain trilemma that is scalability and security. Now, needless to say, Bitcoin blockchain network is extremely secure. But what if there is a hack? In case of CBDCs, if there is a hack, the government can go and back it up. There could be insurance in place and quite a lot of more benefits. Again, I'm in no advocate of CBDCs. I'm just stating the fact that it would be a much better form of payment and medium of exchange in the metaverse. Now let's look at law in the metaverse. I am no expert when it comes to law. These are just opinions that I'd like to share. When it comes to law in the metaverse, a simple question is, are smart contracts on blockchain even legal? The code is not law. We have seen what happened to NFTs recently, where the NFT was stolen and the original user cannot get access to it. The new user has a lot of problems. So in case we don't know, type in YouTube. If NFT's code is law, you'll get a thorough understanding of what I'm talking about. What are the consequences of breaking law in the metaverse? When it comes to law, do we adhere to local laws? We are slowly heading towards think local, act local. And will there be an entry point in the metaverse where we respect and follow local customs and law? Going back to smart contracts. Smart contracts may be universally acceptable in the metaverse or will it be accepted only within regions in the metaverse? What I'm trying to say is, let's say there is a DAP or an app built in metaverse which is Sharia compliant and if let's say someone from Canada or US tries to break that, what are the law consequences? 
still at an early stage. The NFT rights, are they applicable in the physical world and in the metaverse? Remember, we're talking about code is law, which is essentially built in Ethereum or other blockchain protocols. In terms of law, is it going to be platform who owns the content or users who own the content? Personally, I do think that users owning the content does give better advantage in the sense that users do tend to get a lot more money. But the platform who owns the content, how are they going to design it and what are the legal implications for it? A few random points when it comes to law and its implication in the metaverse. I personally feel that there would be a niche sector that focuses and specializes in metaverse. If you are a lawyer or someone who's studying law, it would be really cool to just have a quick chat with you and discuss more about it. The digital avatar in metaverse will have different rights. Are they going to have different rights than the actual person? Which means if the digital avatar does an actual crime, is it the digital avatar that is penalized by not entering into the metaverse or are there going to be severe consequences in real life too? The identity in metaverse can it just be used using private key and public key or does it have to be a physical person that's going to be involved? I'm talking of this from a legal point of view. What I would be curious is, and this might take maybe a couple of decades to have a metaverse court. So imagine where the case filing is done in the metaverse, the hearing, documentation and the adjudication is done in the metaverse. So hopefully Amber Heard and Johnny Depp's case would be in the metaverse. How cool would that be? Now, law and its implication in the metaverse will be absolutely critical. At the same time, there are a few considerations that we have to focus on. That is the cultural norm. The whole narrative of think global, act local may slowly be disappearing and it's going to switch from think global, act local to think local and act local. With the snowflake generation, the whole woke go broke is absolutely critical and a lot of virtue signal is going on even in the podcast that I'm listening to. I was listening to a podcast, I forgot the name of it. It had absolutely nothing to do with the woke culture, but the host tried to link it with Black Lives Matter, tried to link it with LGBTQ. Now, all of these things are perfectly fine, but to link it for no apparent reason is what the new culture is. And we are living in the world of woke, go broke and snowflake generation. Let's move on to top news from around the world from Metaverse. The first news is from India. Cricketer Shikhar Dhawan has collaborated with Billy.club and they have a project called as Sports City which is built in World in One Metaverse called as WIOM. So in the near future, there might be Sports Cities which is built in Metaverse. Quite interesting. The next what I'd like to talk about is a research which is done by Pew Research Center and it looks at Metaverse in 2040. Now it's a really interesting article and it looks at what the metaverse will be in 2040. Now they've surveyed 624 people and the article starts with the hype, hope and hell of metaverse. The interesting point is that many worry that current online problems may be magnified if web development is led by those who built today's dominant web platforms such as Amazon or Facebook Meta. The Meta is clearly making an odd move in metaverse and the article also talks about how COVID-19 has pushed the narrative to build things in metaverse. Really, really interesting. And the so-called metaverse 
is not really a new concept, but it has been on for a very long time. But because of COVID-19, it has just given that push to switch from the current world to metaverse. Pew Research Center, along with Elon University, imaging the Internet Center, took a survey of 624 technology innovators, developers, business and policy leaders, researchers and activists about the metaverse. The article is really wrong. I would definitely recommend you guys to go ahead and read through it. 50% of these experts said that they expect by 2040, the metaverse will be a much more refined and truly fully immersive, well-functioning aspect of daily life for half a billion or more people globally. So that's literally 18 years from now, whereas 46% said they expect by 2040, the metaverse will not be much of a more refined and truly fully immersive, well-known functional aspect of daily life for half a billion or more people globally. And in last week's podcast, we talked about a McKinsey podcast called At The Gates, where they talk about how the metaverse economy might just be bigger than the real world economy. So it's going to be really, really interesting to see what the future holds for metaverse. The next news is about legendary Tony Hawk's. Tony Hawk skates into the metaverse with the largest skate park ever built on sandbox. Now, Tony Hawk's skates into metaverse with the largest virtual skate park ever built. And this is built on sandbox, which is an Ethereum-based virtual land game. If you're into skateboarding, he's an absolute legend. So he brings a lot of fans into the metaverse. So definitely a great move. The next news is about Walt Disney. Lately, Walt Disney has been going broke. The news is that the Burbank, California-based entertainment giant has chosen six companies to participate in this year's Disney Accelerator program. So they're having an accelerator program and they will involve immersive experience and technologies. And the company said this in an official filing on Wednesday. So Walt Disney getting into metaverse is going to be absolutely massive. I'm hoping they're not following the woke mentality. Final news from the world is Matthew Ball, one of the OGs of metaverse. And we talked about Matthew Ball in last week's podcast as well, because he was one of the co-hosts of Mackenzie's At The Gate podcast. Now he has written a book and the book is called The Metaverse, How It Will Revolutionize Everything. And it's going to be published later in this month. Now, those of you guys who don't know, Matthew Ball is an absolute OG in the metaverse. Mark Zuckerberg tried to interview him to get more information and looking at the profitability of metaverse. So definitely keep an eye from when the book is released. Now, let's talk about Metaverse Everything podcast. I'm going to share five points that I'm going to be focused on in Metaverse podcast. First one is news. Our weekly podcast will cover Metaverse news from around the world and highlight Metaverse news and updates from UAE. So the main goal of this podcast is to highlight news and information. The second one is to have educational content. So our podcast aims to follow the same principles of crypto and coffee at eight to conduct podcast sessions at three levels. That is beginner level, advanced level and technical level. And finally, the third point of this podcast is to have interviews. Again, the same concept, have interviews at a beginner level, advanced level, and technical level. So interview with prominent people in the metaverse industry, industry experts, startups, influencers, 
upcoming projects. I'm also trying to interview government entities and many more because the Dubai government has a metaverse strategy. So I'd be really keen to try to identify what the strategies involve. Fourth one is have events. Now we regularly conduct events explaining what metaverse is. We did have an event a few months ago where we talked about metaverse and its impact. And on the 22nd of this month, we also have an event on metaverse. So go to Eventbrite and type in blockchain DXB. The plan is to have in our sessions to better explain metaverse. In the near future, have hands-on experience with virtual reality, augmented reality, mixed reality. In these events, I'll try to cover as much as possible about metaverse. And finally, the fifth thing is have seminars, seminars and fire chats with industry experts to learn and share information regarding metaverse, discuss the roadmap, pitfalls and endless possibilities of the metaverse. So that's all for today, guys, from the Metaverse Everything podcast. Thank you so very much for listening. In case if you guys do have any feedback or suggestions, please drop me an email to info at blockchaindxb.com or info at area2071.com. And remember, guys, Monday to Thursdays, 8 a.m. to 8.30 a.m., we have Crypto and Coffee at 8, where we cover job news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. And this followed by two news and information related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East from the cryptocurrency world. Now, usually we also have an Ask Me Anything series immediately followed by the Crypto and Coffee 88 session where you listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. And every Fridays we have Metaverse Everything podcast where we talk everything about Metaverse. Metaverse podcast is a research-driven podcast focusing on educational and informational content about Metaverse and its impact. Thanks so much for listening, guys, and have a fantastic week ahead. Bye-bye.